Pronounced ash hole. You dumb asshole. Excuse me? It's ash hole. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> it's ash hole, you idiot. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. For the last time, it's ash holes. Oh, you were right. I'm just your kind of asshole. It's time, once again, for my kind of assholes on Unfiltered Cigar Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Assholes, broadcast as usual live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It is time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course, the Ashholes.com. Net, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We've got a full count here today. We've got Oliver, Aaron, myself. Ed is in the producer seat as usual. How are you guys doing? Doing well. You have a good week. Yeah, despite the heat today. Yeah, <laughs> today kind the of put the hamper on everything, but the heat has been incredible. Yeah, yeah. today, but just and today. Yesterday. No, yesterday was bad. Was yesterday no, yeah, and yesterday I was grinding concrete, and so I've probably got a couple of pounds of concrete dust in my lungs. <sighs> but in that heat was just awful. <laughs> what's What's really funny is that by Friday it's supposed to be what in the seventies again. Yeah, that's like England, a right. 30, 30 degree difference in temperature. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking but we can't complain. Look, it, it, it's summertime. It's New England. No, we know it's going to change, and we know it's going to change drastically. Yes, in the next couple of months. Right. Yeah. So soak right. up. Maybe the heat. I don't know. Last last fall was pretty nice. It was. It stayed warm. Yeah. Pretty good. You know, into October. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping for that. I would like to see a repeat of that again as yeah. well. I'm not a winter guy. Are either of you winter people? No, I hate the snow. <laughs> hate it. Hate it. Yeah. Just not even it. the first time. No. I don't mind it. You don't mind it. it. No. See, snow is like, that's like saying the S word. It is the S word. Yes. (laughs) It's a four-letter word, like that other S word. Yeah. Mm. I I call it the ex-wife. It doesn't bother me. Because it's like, people are like, oh, it's so pretty. It's like, you don't know it like I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even start. (laughs) Wow. The snow, I don't mind. It's the blistering cold. Like, was that last year where we were? I mean, we did. There was a, there, yeah, there was like six cold weeks or front, something right. where it was really unseasonably cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's yes. when it snows. It pretty bad, yeah. New England's tough because it snows, then it will warm up, so it kind of melts, and, and then, then it will freeze. So then you're iced out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's the part. Of, that's the part of winter I don't care for. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I totally agree with that. Well, I am happy to say that uh, we are all sold out. For the blind, the blind taste, taste yeah. So we're ready for next week. Yep. And uh, so for those of you who are lucky enough to do that, you'll be getting your packages in the mail, and in your packages will be instructions on how you can go and vote on what you think the cigars are. Next week we'll be mm-hmm. doing what comes in your pack. They'll be labeled one through eight, I think, this time, and we'll be doing one and two together, side by side, on the same show. Mm-hmm. So we will again be smoking those two cigars at the same time. Yeah. 
and that vote going on online and voting for what you think is better is the deciding factor. I mean, it doesn't matter what we say because, frankly, they're not listening to us. (laughs) So unless we go in and give our vote individually, then that's it. Yeah, that was the whole point of this. Yeah. Yeah, so you might as well. But I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about next week's show. That's going to be good. It'll be fun. Yes. So today, though, we are doing something special. Before we go to the blind taste test, we are doing an incredibly special cigar, a new Vitola in the uh, Byron line by Selected Tobacco, which is distributed by United Mm -hmm. Cigars. And our own Oliver is uh, a part of that big conglomerate. (laughs) (laughs) Not even close to a conglomerate. (laughs) Oliver, why why don't you tell us a little bit about this cigar? I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Uh, So the Byron is... well, it's a, it's, it's a, a cigar. cigar. Yeah, it's yes. a cigar put out by, by Selected Tobacco, Nelson Alfonso. Mm-hmm. But this year we had the epic poem uh, that was released, and that's what we're smoking now. This is a four-year aged. It's in the 19th century of the Byrons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Byron line, you have the 19th century, 20th century, and 21st. All different blends, uh, different ages. On the 19th century, you do have the Petit Poema, which is the smallest of the Vitolas in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. That is a four-year age, a little spicier in the in, in a blend. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Poema, which is the next step up, more of a robusto size. Mm-hmm. That has three years of age. And then we had the Grand Poema, which was a limited, more limited than the regular limited production. Yeah. Uh, 200 boxes were made. That sold out. Uh, that had five years of age. That was a phenomenal cigar. Yeah, so one of the best cigars I've had, yeah. Ever. Yeah, for ever. Me. Yeah. Phenomenal. And this kind of falls within that realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar blend. It's an Ecuadorian uh, wrapper. Uh, darker in color, so it has, the, you know, similar, which which falls right in line with the 19th century. Mm-hmm. More body. Mm-hmm. And undisclosed on the binder. And on the filler, undisclosed, it's Nelson's blend on the inside. However, he uses a little bit of Peruvian and Nicaraguan. So that's where you get a little bit more of that spice Mm -hmm. on this 19th century. Um, I can definitely taste that sweetness that Peruvian brings. Yeah. Along it always makes too, me think yeah. of like a dried fruit, and I yes. always lean towards like apricot. I don't know if it's dead on, but I find myself every time I have a cigar with the Peruvian, I tend to lean towards that apricot, dried apricot. Dried taste. fruit, yeah, yeah. I get that, you know, that almost like a figgy for me would be mm-hmm. where I would go. Um, it's very woody, some some kind of, I'm, I'm getting some caramel in there caramel too. Caramel coffee, the retro. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dark coffee, yeah. not espresso. Uh, I, I think because of the the process and the time that he takes to um, you know prepare the tobacco, the fermentation, aging up until rolling the cigar, and then after post roll, he ages this one for four years. The complexity is phenomenal. The mm-hmm. retro on everything that he does is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it, it's so well balanced. And like anything, you know, one of the things you have to get used to when you smoke something from Nelson is that uh, nothing really hits you in the face. There's a lot going on, mm-hmm. but it all works so well together. It, it really, you have to kind of sit and think. They're thinking cigars. Exactly, it's a, it's yeah. a thinking cigar. You got to sit and, and it takes some time to really uh, pick out what those flavors are and how they work because yep. you, you know you like it. Yep. But unlike, you know, uh, 
like if I was smoking a Neanderthal, mm-hmm. I could tell you, you know, you got your wood, you got your coffee, you got your spice, you got your yep. cedar. You, you, you right pick it right, yeah. right up front. You know what it is. This, you're like, ooh, I like that, but I'm not really sure why. Yeah. It's like a gourmet meal, you know? Mm-hmm. That you're eating all at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're spending... It, it, there's usually, I mean, we haven't gotten that far into this, but there's usually quite a few transitions. Right. You know, pretty good complexity, so... We'll see. Yeah. yeah, this one definitely has more of that peppery, mm-hmm. uh, and like a white, it's a softer pepper, mm-hmm. white pepper on the front uh, that lingers, very long finish. Mm-hmm. And then the, the retro, the, that pepperiness for me fades away, but it has more of that rich coffee taste. Would you say That's this fantastic. is one of the more fuller in the Byron lines as far as boldness and the, flavor? Yeah. This particular one? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean one of the more fuller ones, and when you look at the entire Byron line, because you, you, when the twenty, when you look at the twenty-first century mm-hmm. um, cigars, that's very soft. That's closer to an Atabay, mm-hmm. uh, very complex, creamy, caramel. And then you you look at the the twentieth century, uh, where in his blend he takes out the Nicaraguan and it's, he adds Dominican, but mm-hmm. it's still Peruvian. Mm-hmm. Um, that softens it up, but still has some some body to it. But in the nineteenth century. That is the the fuller bodied out of out of that line. It's more medium plus, right? This right, one, it, yeah. This particular Vitola, I think, falls into the um, we were talking about earlier. I, I think it lands right in between the Petit Poema and the Poema mm-hmm. for me, as far as strength goes. Strength, yeah, yeah, yeah. and body. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of uh, familiarity with the from the night from the uh, Petit Poema mm-hmm. that, that spiciness, mm-hmm. but, but it's softened out a little bit with the and the ring gauge and the blend. Uh, a little bit, but uh, but great, just a beautiful cigar. What what was the idea behind producing this to add to that line? Do you have any idea? Oof, that's what a good pr- question. The idea? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, make a great cigar. You, you have you have you know already five yeah. six lines, and 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 this it, it seems it seems to me like every cigar he comes out with is even in the same line is blended differently. Mm-hmm. They look different. They taste, and I mean, the construct. The thing that it stays the same is the construction stays the same. The quality of of the aging stays the same. I mean, you you know you're getting really good quality stuff, mm. but how it performs and right. and all that all that change with each thing in the line. So. I'm going to take an easy way out, and I think it's. A, I think it's a, Ed. You might know this because you're just a worldly guy. I think it's a. Is it a Rembrandt where the the dots? Mm-hmm. Who did the dot painting? Hmm. You don't know that. I don't know. I that. thought you'd pull that out. The dots. You know that it, it's it, 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 when you look <coughs> from afar, it's a beautiful painting. When mm-hmm. you look up close, you can see it's just all small dots. Mm-hmm. Anyway, somebody somebody pull that up. Yeah. So anyway, that's what so no, that's that's you're what, going with the French I'm impressionist. Going, I, I'm going with <laughs> the escape and getting away from from your question. With he's an artist mm-hmm. by nature, mm-hmm. um, growing up. I mean, very complex mind. Uh, he does what you know his passion drives him to do. And incredibly creative that he just kind of comes out with things that I have no idea what hmm. what's happening. Um, and I, I think you know, not that he doesn't have an idea. Obviously, he does because this is a, right, right. a beautiful cigar. And you're talking about years in in the making before hmm. it even hits the shelf. 
uh, four years post roll is just it, it's unheard of. Well, yeah, and and going along with that, for people who might be just joining us and hearing about a Byron for the first time, what goes on in that aging room? It's, it, he does some really unique stuff in there. So very very unique, and he's actually now in the process of writing a, a another book. That's the it's like four hundred steps to producing a cigar. So it's, <laughs> it's four hundred steps. steps. It's very, very complex. So when he rolls a cigar, they go into an aging room. It has five different cedars inside the room. He's got a Cuban cedar, uh, Spanish cedar, Lebanese, Brazilian, and um, I say Spanish? Yes, Mexican. Mexican. You yeah. did not say Mexican. Yeah. So the Lebanese is for his his mother. Doesn't really do much. The Spanish, for obvious reason, very, very mm-hmm. aromatic. He uses a small amount of that, but mm-hmm. that's more for um, you know dispelling any, any bugs. Uh, getting that out, uh, Cuban cedar, um, and the, the Mexican cedar just adds an aroma. So what he does is he'll have this in the room. He'll sand down every every few months. He'll sand down the humidor to give a fresh layer. But in that humidor, then that's where he brings the humidity down to forty percent, then brings it back up to seventy, then back down to forty, back to seventy. So it's this like is no over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Why no, didn't he just it. come here yeah. and do it? <laughs> so, but he, he save himself so much. He time. does this so that the, the cigars breathe in mm-hmm. these. You know, aromatic cedars, and it just it it really ages the cigar properly, gives it that complexity, and um, you know, like, as I said, there's just no rush. Yeah, and, and nobody out. else does that, right? No, I've never no, heard about anybody else. Not a, not a, not, not that to, kind of extent. Right. I'm sure they would talk about it if they did. So we haven't heard it. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I heard a rumor on another podcast that will remain nameless uh, that Nelson Alfonso may have a new line coming out. Do you want to substantiate those claims? So it's another. Yeah, so he updated his website one day, and I started getting <laughs> calls. This was, I don't know, six, seven, maybe a year ago now. But I started getting calls. Hey, what's this? You know, Byron with a gold label, 18, you know, 1850, it's called. And uh, he has these cigars that he's been working on, but just didn't, uh, you know, hasn't done anything with. So it's a you know, gold label. It's more perfecto shapes. Oh, okay. Um, he's, he showed us a, a portfolio of everything that. He has even the Lance, like the Lancero, some of those new ad base sizes. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to put out to market because he didn't believe that it would be a cigar that would move in the U.S. Mm-hmm. From his understanding, the Lancero is a very yeah. difficult which cigar. Makes to sense, sell, yeah. Which it is, and it, yeah, right. you don't see a lot, and it's hard to do. But um, I asked him if I could smoke one. I smoked it. I fell in love with it. I thought it was phenomenal. Very different. Again, mm-hmm. as we discussed earlier, very different from the Atabe line. Mm-hmm. There are familiarities yep. um, mm-hmm. in there. But different, mm-hmm. uh, not as creamy. A little more. Um, so it ha- has, it has its own place. It has its own place yeah. within the, within the line. Yeah, uh, just like the Duendes, the Torpedo. Correct. Yeah, has a little more body. Um, the Divinos on the smaller end. Yeah, uh, it has, a, has a little more pepperiness and, and bite. And the Achizos, mm-hmm. same thing. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, yeah, he has this line. I don't know when it's coming out, um, <laughs> but he also has he has some other stuff uh, uh, approaching, you know, launch date hopefully soon and. We'll see what happens. So, well, um, I had something and it just left me. Hmm. So, why don't we go to our top five? Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right. Uh, one of the things that 
anybody who's been in cigar smoking for any length of time knows is there are people out there who think you should stop because it's so addictive yeah, and so bad for you. Ridiculous. And so, you know, how could you possibly be putting that drug into your body? And, <laughs> and you know, you kind of look at them. And, and it, one of the, I found this list that just kind of made me smile. It had mm. nothing to do with any of this, but it was foods, the top five foods that are as addictive or more addictive than drugs. Mm. Drugs, it's a broad term, but I'm guessing you Well, mean, yeah, you know like that, you know... Cocaine or we something. Can, yeah, you can get addicted to cocaine, heroin, opiates, or... heroin, and all this stuff. And, and the effects on the body are very much... You know, there are foods out there that basically do the same thing that the drugs do. And so have the, the foods, same effect. The foods like can then have the, have the... Yeah, exactly. Uh, for instance, you know, and this is a great place to start, uh, sugar. Is number yep. five. Yeah, sugar is number five. Uh, unlike every other food, sugar can be healthy or unhealthy depending on how it's. Or, or like every other food, excuse me, sugar can be healthy or unhealthy depending on how it's used. Unlike every other food, it can also become addictive. Mm. A study by researchers at Queensland University of Technology discovered that sugar has the same effect on the body as cocaine. Hmm. And that both make the body release dopamine and that uh, the dopamine, um, you know, makes you feel good. It can make, you know, make you less depressed. It can it can make you mellow out and kind of like with cocaine, you know, the longer you use it, the more you use it, the less the return. So you use so you got to have more sugar. So yeah. you got to have more sugar. And so, you know, you know how hard it is to give up sweet things sometime. Mm, you know, not really. <laughs> I, now, <laughs> personally, I've never been hooked. Personally, on pers I'm more of a salt guy. Really? You know, no, I'm no. I'm not I'm not a chocolate guy. I'm not a. You know, do you want ice cream? Do you want cake? Do you want no? I'd I'd rather have like, like take chips it or leave it or mm. something. I'd rather or chips. Yeah, man. No, that's popcorn. I'm never I, been. A I'm addicted. That's to interesting. I'm, I'm everything across the board. <laughs> everything <laughs> across the board. Just, just a glutton. I can, you know, I can pound a bag of chips, or I can. Eat a ton of ice cream. <clears throat> but when, when you stop, if you are eating things with a lot of sugar and then you stop, you can actually go through the withdrawal symptoms that would be very, very similar to cocaine users. Hmm. This study showed. Interesting. And that was very, very interesting. <laughs> is that, is that, if you don't know, I don't know, but if, uh, is that across the, is that across the board for everybody or is that just, I think you would people? need to build that addiction first. And so, regular okay. sugar yeah. intake. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then there is another study uh, that found, or that, uh, I, well, I'll just use what they said. They found that sugar is even more addictive than cocaine hmm. was the conclusion they did looking at both. Cheaper and, too. Uh, yeah. A lot, a lot <laughs> cheaper. Uh, number four. You and this is with the sugar. You lose weight with the cocaine. Yeah. Exactly. So what's more healthy? Yeah. So, no. How do you want the dopamine release? Do you want to be gaining or losing? Let us know and we'll yeah. help you. Number four is coffee. Oh, yes. Well, uh, I caffeine, totally but, yeah. agree with this. Oh, coffee yeah. is addictive. I need my coffee in the morning. You know, I, I, I think coffee is one of those social things, too, where people almost feed into it and oh, they yeah. want to. America's drug of choice. Right. They want to be addicted to it. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. Like, I think that, that I, I I get what you're saying. I think there's a lot of that. I mean, in the, the United States 
is, you know, the biggest coffee drinking nation on the planet. And a big part of that is... We're, we're, we're you big know, on everything. Yeah. Guns, I mean, we're sitting here in the, 20, in the Studio 21 podcast cafe. I mean, we've got coffee. coffee yeah. right. And the whole, it's all about the coffee. Yeah. And you tell people, oh, you should give up that addiction. It's like, well, yes, I recognize that it's an addic- addiction. And no, <laughs> I'm going to drink my coffee or I will kill somebody in the morning. <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're, we're a country of excess. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, very true. And... Uh, Caffeine has been called the world's most addictive and widely used drug, and it also yeah. triggers the release of dopamine, making us feel good in the same way oh, wait, that so those drugs make us so feel. So is it caffeine or coffee? The caffeine. The caffeine yeah, in, in the, the coffee. coffee. Well, let's face it. Decaf coffee is an abomination. Right. So yeah. dirty let's water. Let's not even... <laughs> exactly. Not even acknowledge it. Right. You know? So, but So it's the caffeine in the coffee, so it's... Yeah. It's more caffeine because caffeine you can find in other things. Yeah, that's well. true. It is different from the sugar. Sugar can be found in anything, really. And but the caffeine, yeah, that's true. And I'm, uh, I'm from reading this list. I'm finding that caffeine uh, from different things acts in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, like number three here on the list is soda, which also has caffeine. That's and the sugar. big double and whammy. Sugar. So, we're just so you're like, getting we're double whammy. There. Boom, and boom. if you go back, you know, a couple of decades, then it had cocaine in it too. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Right, well, and we all know somebody addicted to those energy drinks. Right? Oh yeah, yep. So. I tell you, what, I gave up coffee once for a year, and but boy, did I drink a lot of energy drinks. Yeah. So really, I didn't give up a lot. Of but the energy, so that that's also like it. it you know, it, it, we're all looking for an identity. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people just gravitate towards certain. We're going to philosophy. Things. Now. Well, this is no, awesome. but I'm saying coffee, right? So now these cans, like I see some of these cans downstairs. Monster, it, not right, and nos. It looks yeah. like it looks like something you're gonna pop the top off, top off and pour it into your car. Yeah, mm. like they're trying to make it. Yeah, tougher, it, it harder. It looks like energy. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's it was the draw with cigarettes. I mean, cigarettes don't particularly taste good, and so the, the draw at, at was they, the look, like it's yeah. to look cool or right. whatever. Right. I mean, nowadays it's a little different. Well, but they do look cool though. <laughs> I might have to go grab a pack right after. <laughs> Just because you put the idea I, in your I head. I think you look good with the cigar. Stick to that. Yeah, yeah, I'm all for that. There was something about like the unfiltered Lucky Strikes that just was like bad. Just looked tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, I, I you got the pack to, rolled up in your yeah. sleeve, right? I, yeah. I used to smoke three packs of Cools a day. No, did oh, you yeah. Cools three cools. packs? Wow. Did you yeah. say three packs? Well, bear in mind, in my defense, in the old days, you could smoke anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of computer. The doctor was smoking while he was checking your pulse. I was doing a lot of computer programming. So you'd light one, put it in the ashtray, and then you look, oh, that's gone. Right, right. My father was like that. So I was probably like a one-pack equivalent. Mm -hmm. You know, a can of cola has 10 teaspoons of sugar in it. Yep. More, more. No, it says 10? 10. 10 teaspoons in a 12-ounce can of Coke. Wow. That's... Yes, because it's 30 grams. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the equivalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two on this list is potato chips. Mm. Potato chips. With a little asterisk for Pringles, because they're not quite potato chips, but they're potato-esque chips, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, there's a a certain chip that's addictive, because there are some that... Potato chips also trigger the release of dopamine. Really? So does cheese, by the way. I've wondered why Starch there are nights when I go home thinking, my God, I've got to have cheese. cheese. I've got to have cheese and crackers. Why is that the most hard thing for me to give up? I can give up a ton know. of stuff. Hmm. But what kind of cheese? I, cheddar? Ooh, doesn't matter. Sharp. I'm I'm all about, you know, sharp cheddar I like. Um, 
I like Brie. I like Colby. So it's all like, good to you. Right? It's all good to me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, spread it, eat it, whatever. But if I if I get into doing the cheese and crackers at night, it takes me a long time to stop doing that. So I just huh. have to stop. Can't have it in the house. Do you ever grab a block of cheese and a salami in the other hand, just kind of go back and forth? <laughs> I could I could see you. It's expert level. On a I, Netflix I have done, binge, sweating. I have done, I have done, you know, take a Trisket. Sweating. And you take, take a little whiteies. slice of kielbasa I'm and then sure. put some cheese on top of, of that. Of course. Yeah. See, that's really good. Hmm. I see that. Now he's going to go on a binge. Potato <laughs> chips also, uh, you know, Trigger the release of dopamine that messes with your bodies and stuff like that, and that's one of the reasons it's so hard to it's stop pure eating. Dopamine. Why? See, why is it so hard for you to stop eating a, a bag of chips? That's See, why. I, I think you're doing Oliver. This may be more in your wheelhouse. You could get a little piece of baguette mm. and put some prosciutto on there, and maybe well, you just went. You just crossed borders there. Oh mm. my god, I can do it though. You went, you went French, Italian, highly, highly European. Yeah. <laughs> And number one. Potato chips. Lay's. Lay's. I was saying. Number one. The number one addictive food. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Cocoa. All the women sugar. in my house would say that that's true. I think there's a little bit of caffeine in there, too, and, and cocoa. It contains a sugar. Okay. And then uh, theobromine and, uh, and kephalin, which is the caffeine of the cocoa world. And those are stimulants. Mm-hmm. And the uh, therobromine uh, triggers the expansion of your blood vessels and drops the heart rate and blood pressure to create a relaxing feeling. Hmm. Just like. And so we, and again, the more you have that, the more you like that relaxed yep. feeling, the more chocolate you want. But your body builds up that tolerance to it. And so you have to get more, more and more. And then and you're more. obese. And I don't know about you. And the reason I did this top five list is. My first thought when I wake up in the morning is not my cigar. No. no. Cheese it's and coffee. chocolate. It's coffee. <laughs> it's coffee. Coffee is my but only I, vice out of that I list. I really don't think cigar. No. I think cigars are habit forming, but I really do not habit think. Habit forming. Socially. Well, yeah. yeah. Social. It may be routine, but. Yeah. It, I, it becomes part of your routine. You look right. forward yeah. to it. It's just like anything I've never else. gone too long without a cigar and been like, oh. I just need a cigar. I've gone too long without coffee and regretted it and had a right. headache and yeah, you do all sorts headache. of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, never for a cigar. Yeah. So there you go. There's lots of things that are worse yeah. out there. Yeah, because a cigar you just want to relax with. It's not something I have to. Yeah, no. Have to have. Right. You can relax without one. It might not be as fun, but <laughs> uh, of course, if you're on the actuals, you kind of have to have one because chocolate covered espresso beans. Mm. I am very addicted to those. <laughs> so good. That that covers <laughs> so like almost it. everything. Yeah, that's a lot of checks on that. Yeah. All right, let's take our break. We've gone a little long in this segment, but uh, I think that was worth it. And when we come back, uh, we're going to continue our uh, talk on the Byron. Epic Poema uh, from Selected Tobacco. We'll announce the actual of the week. And hey, they're, who knows what's coming next? Who knows? All right, stay tuned. Surprise. Don't go anywhere. In 
a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers shelves are on the verge of buckling there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest sereno cigar company offers four distinct blends the connecticut the medio maduro and maduro xx the sereno royale maduro xx named number one cigar of 2016 by the ashholes radio podcast is a creation of elegance and sophistication crafted at the la corona cigar factory in esteli nicaragua the sereno royale maduro xx comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender omar gonzalez aleman and industry veteran anthony serena to create this masterpiece a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of esteli and jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious ecuadorian habano oscuro wrapper grown from the famed habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience a post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa leather and coffee that tantalize the palate leaving you anticipating the next draw visit serenocigars.com for a list of retailers and you can always find sereno cigars available at twoguyscigars.com bohemian is the original brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot curly tailed head and value 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 there is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ash Holes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced, and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Añejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. 
Davidoff Cigars celebrates 50 years of heritage, pioneering and innovative cigar making in the spirit of the man who gave the company its name, Zeno Davidoff. To mark the 50th anniversary, Davidoff has dressed a selection of five iconic Davidoff cigars with a 50th commemorative white ring for a limited time. One of our best sellers, Anniversario Special R, begins with notes of freshly cut wood, spice, and sweet cream. The aroma is creamy and leathery, with spicy undertones. Experience the exquisite aroma and carefully balanced blend of tobaccos that ensures the most important times are beautifully filled. Available at appointed Davidoff retailers around the world. And welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We are smoking the Byron Epic Poema from Selected Tobacco today. And uh, this is a really, really nice, well-balanced, medium-bodied uh Cigar and it's a it's got more body than most of the Byrons that I've mm-hmm. that I've had. Yeah, and um, uh, what what are what are we picking up from this? Getting into the second third now, it's I feel like the sweetness is picking up a bit. So mm-hmm. that that caramel sweetness uh, and that woodiness, it's kind of like an oak. You know, it's, it's very it's still oak-y got now, that yeah. that deepness to it um, with that little bit of sweetness, and then there's some spice going on. So mm-hmm. really liking it. Yeah, I think the the spice is picked up. The retro's got a little more more body. Uh, pepperiness to it. Um, for me, yeah, a lot, lot of woodiness um, to it, but um, but very, still, very, just very smooth, but a very long, still very long finish. Very long finish. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And you just, um, you've got that kind of deep coffee caramel that just kind of lingers on your tongue mm-hmm. after this is over. And the, the, you've mentioned this several times, but the I just did the retro, just fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. very smooth. And it's, it, that. That lasts too, right? But not in a way where you're you're like crying. No, <laughs> you know you're just you're enjoying the, you know, still mm. smelling that uh, the wood and the the spice that comes through your nose. It's it's just very very pleasant. Yeah, and that little bit of that sweetness on that retro. It's it's, it's kind of like that dark uh, dried fruit mm-hmm. again. I'm getting less nice. of the fruit right now. Mm. Well, I, I think it's the combination of the spice with that caramel. That's that little bit of sweetness. Uh, that's what it makes my mind go to like a, a fruit, you know, a dried mm. fruit. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting a little salty, almost grains. Hmm. Salty grains? Like what kind of grains? Wheat. Grains of sand? Wheat. Oh, grains wheat. of wheat. So like a pretzel? Wheat. Licking a pretzel? Wheat. Wheat. Yeah. Potato Another chips. highly addictive Potato food. Chips, yes. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about cheese. I'm like, oh, I'm starting to chase like, <laughs> like a sharp cheddar. Yeah. Or something. I'm going to have to go store on the way home, you know, pick up some It's like, I've never tasted sharp cheddar on a cigar before. I'm talking about it. Get some chocolate-covered espresso beans. Mmm. Hey, uh, let's get to the actual of the week. All right. Uh, We ran a little bit long before, so we need to kind of jump on things. And uh, this took place uh, last week uh, in Spain. And they have, you know, they they do bullfighting and a lot of things over there. And and one particular event that they do... They and there's a there's a lot of people who feel like this is a little over the top, you know. Uh, bullfighting, you can kind of imagine, yeah, it probably gets yeah. some bad press. Peter must really hate it, right? <laughs> but in this particular in this particular event, they get a bull 
and they uh, lock it so that its horns are, you know, available for them to get to, but the bull can't move. And they put these wooden balls on the horns mm-hmm. of the bull and light them on fire. And then they let the bull go. Yeah, and so even, everybody, everybody is even in this I'm arena. At that point where it's like everybody's in much. this arena, and and they're behind in these like cages. The people are in cages, and they're watching this bull that's going nuts. Oh with, yeah, you know, going nuts too. Fire coming out of its horns, going across, and this woman who remains unnamed jumps out to take pictures of the bull. Oh, oh, is this another and the selfie bull, incident? The, yes, it's another selfie oh, incident. And the they bull saw her and charged her and threw her into the air. Ooh. And she was gored in a major, oh. major way. And there is actually film of this. You can look this up. And, so uh, at least it was and, a gorgeous photo. Oh, <laughs> oh, sink me. That was horrible. And... <laughs> And, uh, you know, then you know, there are people, you know, of course, were horrified. Some people got, you know, into the way and, and to, uh, to try and distract the bull. Other people got the woman, you know, to safety and everything. She ended, up, she ended up in the hospital the and, and <laughs> she was she was put in, in intensive care. But now she's stable and is going to be OK. Well, but relatively is, OK. I yeah, mean, relatively if, OK. If, if you're well, going to jump in front of a bull. We right? had we had some listeners of the show write in and say, you know, you, you've got the actual of the week. Some of these people are, I think I, I, I like the name. Dumbash. Oh, I like that too. Dumbash of the week. I think that's more fitting. And I said, this was, this was, I said, I'm going to use this. Let's do that. And this woman epitomized the whole dumbash. Yeah. And you know what? I I think that's fitting too because it's like, we got the dumbash, which they do something stupid that hurts themselves, Mm -hmm. but then the assholes that hurt somebody else. Right. I think that's a good. That's a that's a good I break. Not off, thought yeah. of it that way, but <coughs> that is excellent. Wow, things are happening. That's why on we show. have Aaron on the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. So again, they won't release the woman's name or whatever. <laughs> she knows who she is. You know who you are, <laughs> oh, but you are <laughs> the dumbass of energy. the week for going into a ring with a wild bull that's horns are on fire, whose horns are on fire to take a selfie. Come on. Yeah, when I heard bull oh, and asshole of the week, I, you know it's gonna how it's gonna end. Yeah. Well, I thought it had to be the running of the bull, so no, I'm so. not sure. You, I thought it was gonna be something. That's like not a good that time too. to take a selfie either. No. I mean, unless you're outside yeah. on you know above the the walls and stuff like that, and go for it. But if you're running with them, don't take a selfie. <laughs> right. Just uh, live turn stream back that. and try to get <laughs> <Right>. a picture. <laughs> no, get a, at that point, get a GoPro. <laughs> oh, nice. The, I know yeah. that would have been a great. <laughs> 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 on the ground again. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. So there's our ash, our dumb ash of the week. Absolutely. Our ash of the week. And she? Do you say she's in critical or? Any, she's what, she's what getting better. She's she's in stable condition. She's now. stable, so stable. you can just go right. say whatever well, you want now. F- physically, she's she's not dying. You don't have to like worry about. She <laughs> still needs a <laughs> lot of help, I think. But yeah. you know, we we you know we have our, uh, you know, this is one of the things that we do to help help society is we continue to tell. The dangers of taking selfies. selfies. <laughs> the dangers of taking selfies. It's one of the public service announcements yeah. that we do. Awareness. Be aware of your yeah. surroundings before you take a selfie. Yes. Beware of bull with its horns bulls on fire, flaming rattlesnakes, uh, unruly protesters. You know anybody? <laughs> yeah, we Crazy. were on a we were on a shark run there for a while. 
Yes. Right? Yes, we were. We wonder were doing if, that if we'll get while. more bull stories. Mm. <laughs> if anyone out there has a bull story that they'd like to share, feel free to email us. We had, we had, we had horse organs, right? Horse meat. One lady was transporting... She got caught with horse meat. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. You have a long memory for a lot that of, stuff. A lot, of animal, a lot of animal stuff. That's in his search history. So that's he yeah. likes that stuff. Unbelievable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Delete. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> so what are our continuing thoughts on this fine cigar here? Oh, I'm going to give it, if we're going to go for voting right now, mm-hmm. I'm going to sure. say full thumbs up. Um, it's It doesn't disappoint. It's it's a Byron. You know, mm-hmm. so you, you know going in, it's going to be good. Um it's distinct from some of the other Byrons, so yeah, it, it has a place for me, sir. Yeah, yeah. I think if I'm looking for a fuller-bodied Byron, uh, I, I would lean more towards this one. Um, it's it's balanced. It has great flavor. The I'm starting to get past the halfway point. I'm going into the mm. you know, maybe towards the final third. It's definitely picking up in strength. A mm. uh, ton, a lot of a very thick smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, not not huge clouds, but just a very thick smoke. When I when I was uh, Blowing it out, still a great retro, spicier, but uh, yeah, big big thumbs up for me. Construction on mine has been has been great. Um, not 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 a typical burn for what I'm accustomed to with Byron's and Anabase, but but still, if you you know if you can see, um, mm. you know, still still a good good burn line. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's and super great. humid today, yeah. so that's right. going to affect mm-hmm. it here too. Yeah, sure. for sure. Uh, what about yourself there, Ed? What are you... Uh, Big thumbs up from me. You know, it's got the signature cedar going on. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just find it to be, a, lack of a better word, savory. It's a mouth-watering mm-hmm. that's, cigar. That's you know, it, yeah. some cigars smoke dry, but this one, really yep. mouth-watering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with a big thumbs up, too. Uh, and and in the spirit of full transparency, I I'd smoked one of these last week. And I think I had worked myself up. After having the Poema white box, I was expecting, you know, you know, the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this was a very different thing. And I, I wasn't prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, coming more into, you know, the, the show here thinking, okay, I need to start with a clean yep. slate with this yep. cigar and and instead of comparing it to this that or the other mm-hmm. kind of judge it on its own merits and i'm really enjoying this a lot more yep. than i did the first time around i think you, you can psych yourself out with your own expectations of things which again is one of the big things we're going to be doing when we do the blind right. taste exactly test what i was thinking right. it's like that's going to be the beauty of it we don't you have know. the preconceived ideas we just take just it for go what it for is it. and uh I, i'm as a more full-bodied smoker i'm finding a lot more to this cigar that I could go back to on a regular basis than uh, uh, on some of the other Byron and Atabay lines, but just the construction has been great, the performance has been great, and it's, again, it's a richer uh, version of that very, very balanced and nuanced mix that mm-hmm. Nelson is so amazingly adept at producing in his cigars. Yeah, and you're getting a long smoke out of this. I mean, I've been out of this for almost an hour now, mm-hmm. and I think I'm barely at the halfway point. <laughs> right. I mean, not right. that I'm a super fast smoker, but it's it's going to last. <laughs> and that that's that's true across the board on his his lines. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Atabase, I've, I've talked to some people who have smoked for two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. You, you, I mean, it burns slow. That's on a Toro. I think know? I'm smoking this a little bit faster because I'm at the halfway mark. I'm definitely feeling the strength pick up on this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Would you say medium to maybe Me- medium, medium plus? Yeah. yeah, medium plus. Uh, yeah. You know, not not again. As, as you pointed out, there's nothing, no no flavor that overpowers another. Yep. Right. It's balanced, but it just has has some really good body right now. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm loving the finish. Mm-hmm. I'm just really enjoying savoring that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, that's our show for today. Next week, we start our blind tasting. One and two. And we don't know what we're going to be smoking. So if you signed up, get cigars one and two out of your pack and smoke those with us. And if you didn't do it, tough luck. I don't, I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. But, you know, smoke something get a couple like. cigars and smoke along with us. We have a big panel, too. A big mm-hmm. panel. Yeah. So this will Hundreds. be good. Hundreds of people. All right. You've been listening to the Ash Holes Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week. Expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21, Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.